Shona. Hey, Courtney. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm enjoying the sunshine. It's very nice here today. Me too. I'm but sick I realize, of those stupid bugs though. Oh, I know. Uh, every week we start out with, good morning, Shona. Good morning, Courtney. How, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm really enjoying the weather. Or I'm really not enjoying <laughs> the weather. That's every week. <laughs> We gotta come up with some better, like one-liners or some like yeah. intro topics. Well, you know what? But it is nice. Is that our activity well, for today in devotions? It's mm -hmm. tongue twisters. Oh, good lord! <laughs> <laughs> so I am not good at those. We could we could do a couple tongue twisters to start. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, no way. <laughs> I don't do games. <laughs> I'm too old for that. But you guys all have fun doing that in your devotions. Yeah, have fun with that. I'm not doing it. Peter Piper so, picked a pack of pickled. pickled yeah, I'm like terrible. I always end up saying a bad word and I get in trouble. So we're not doing that. We're not doing that. No, that's always. Yeah. But but when I was looking at devotions, it had one of my favorite courses on there. Ooh, which one? The foolish man built his house upon the sand. Foolish man built his house. I think I liked it because when you did the when the rain came down and the floods came, <laughs> we also did a big scoop. Yeah, <laughs> it was really funny. But that was one of my favorite courses. And that, incidentally, is the Bible story that for is. our devotions today. Yeah, and so it talks about how we need to know God's word. Mm -hmm. in order to build our house upon the rock of Jesus Christ. So I was having to think like that, right? So when you're at the beach and you're building a sandcastle and the water comes and just washes away because it's not in a firm foundation. Yeah. So like, so if you're trying to help somebody understand what Jesus is saying here, you look at them and say, well, you listen and put my words into practice. You're building your house on solid rock. So how do you build a firm foundation? By putting into practice what Jesus tells you. What does Jesus tell us? Jesus tells us to do what? Go and make disciples of all men. Love, love others. Love Jesus and love others. <laughs> love Jesus and love others. I love the Lord your God with all of your heart, <laughs> all of your soul, all of your mind, all of your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. So all of the commandments, all of the things that Jesus asks us to do fits into those two commandments. Yeah. Right. And that's a firm foundation, but the firm foundation is listening, yeah. but also putting it into practice. Yeah. And so when we talk about training for our faith, um, mm -hmm. one of the important things to do is to listen, to God, listen to right. his words. So Courtney, how do you hear God? Hmm. Well, when I was growing up, people used to tell me, just listen for a still small voice. And I was like, so like, what? I don't, what? Like, what? like Tinkerbell or like, I'm not sure what I'm, what I'm listening for. But um, when I am praying or like asking God for direction on things, it's like a nudge. It's like a nudge. Yep. Um, and yeah, sometimes I think of, I'm going to get in trouble for this. 
Sometimes I think of, um, are we always going to get in trouble for something? The Holy Spirit as like my personal Jiminy Cricket. Okay. So I totally get where you're going with that. Yeah. Like, but he just like, he's like, hello, like, this is the direction I want you to go. Or, hello, what you're about to do is not right. Yeah. Hello, I'm giving you a warning. Exactly. And I I always talk about, you know, when I know that I'm about to do something wrong, I get this pitter-patter in my chest, like this thumping in my chest. So I hear from God that way. What are some other ways that you've heard from God? Um, Other people. When I I let other people um, speak to me and speak into my life, Mm -hmm. um, God speaks through them. Mm Mm-hmm. I get that too. And um, what else did I write down here? Being still. Mm-hmm. So that still small voice sometimes shows up as a thought in your head. Yeah. Or when you're reading a Bible verse. So yesterday in my devotions, I was feeling really tired. Like I was really, really tired. And the the phrase in my head kept coming back, my grace is sufficient for you, for my, you know, um you know that verse from corinthians talking about my grace is sufficient for you you know mm-hmm. yeah my power you you rely on me you know and whatever so that was great so that i heard that verse um because i've read that verse before and then when i clicked on one of my online devotionals that was the verse it was the same verse yeah and i was like oh my goodness that's what i need to do i need to rely on guards um because i don't have any strength left. I don't know about you, but like, like after what, a year and, and a bit of COVID, yeah, it's like tiring. Yeah. Sometimes I have energy, but yesterday I really didn't. And I was like, okay, so because I don't have energy and I don't have what I need, mm-hmm. um, I have to rely on God to give me what I need to get through the day and to get my things done. And he did. And he was really like, yeah, you know, yeah. And so learning to read your Bible too and memorizing yeah. verses, super yeah. important. It's really important. And it's not just like, I think sometimes because of memory verses in Sunday school or at camp and that kind mm-hmm. of thing, we sometimes get caught up in like, well, I don't get a prize anymore. So <laughs> what's the point of memorizing the Bible? <laughs> um, so that you remember them when you're in trouble or yeah, when you need it. Um, there's so much goodness and uh, good things in the Bible that apply now our lives okay you know it's like super funny so if i like i'm about to maybe say something about somebody because mm-hmm. you know gossip yeah. um i try like i really like god's really been working on me those past few years about that so the verse that always comes up for me is at colossians 4 6 uh like i think it's colossians 4 6 i have to remember um let your conversations be full of grace and seasoned with salt mm-hmm. so i was like or what are you about to say is it full of grace is it seasoned with salt yeah or is it like mm, you know so those are the verses that kind of pop up yeah yeah Yeah. and uh, i've been reading through the gospels this year every month Mm -hmm. i read i read through all four gospels again um and it's just been really cool to like kind of get to know jesus differently every month Mm -hmm. Uh, and like see the different aspects of his personality and the different aspects of um, just who he is and mm-hmm. not just who he was then, 
but who he is still because he right. doesn't change. I like that, who he is still. Um, one of the questions on the devotions was, do you think God communicates with everybody the same way? Hmm. And I was looking at it, I was like, so not. No, no. not at all. No. Not at all, because, well, you know, like for some people, like reading the Bible and reading a, like reading it that like, they love to read, so God speaks them through that. For other people who don't like to read, maybe they like to listen to music, yeah. and God speaks them through music. For some people, it's being outside in nature. Like for you, yeah. I would I would hazard a guess that you being down at the beach, yeah, is where God speaks to you. Yeah, down at the beach or hiking somewhere or mm -hmm. um, yeah. being outside and, in nature, and that's why we all have different um personalities we have different mm -hmm. spiritual gifts um yep. because i mean you have two boys and mm -hmm. i'm going to guess you don't love and communicate with them the same both the same way no because they, they're they're very different they're different kids mm -hmm, um, for sure all of the kids at the church i know them all differently like i know them all yep. and they're all different and so not I, one of them is the same as another one and should be treated or loved the same way as another one. Exactly. So God spends time with us in the way that he's created us to crave that time. Yeah. So, um, speaking of spending time with God in different ways, we have a special guest in the waiting room. Yay! I'm just going to let him in. I'm very excited. <sighs> Our uh, name is McLeod. Nice to see you or hear you. you. Too. Now <laughs> How turn are you? my videos. Should I, should, should I start my video again? It's, it's up to you. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we were just talking about different ways. Oh, I should introduce you. Um, yes. <laughs> this is um, this special guest. This is my dad. This is Bob McLeod. Um, he's from Calgary. And we've asked him onto the podcast today because. He is a marathon runner, so we're going to ask him some questions about um, that. <laughs> so, um, Dad, Hello, how many, how many marathons? Oh, there we go. How many marathons have you run? I've run nineteen. Oh my goodness! Is that nineteen full ones, right? Nineteen full ones. And then and how about, many halves? I don't know exactly how many halves, but probably in the neighborhood of 30 or 35. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, I can't run down the street. <laughs> and and, I, um, my goal was to get to 20 full marathons. Wow. wow. Um, another question. You've been running consecutively for how many days? You know, approximately 2050. Every day, at least, Every, what is it, at least five kilometers? Uh, six is my goal uh, each day. Now, sometimes life gets in the way. I say my minimum is, is three 3.25 or two miles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the day after a marathon, I'll only run uh, two kilometers. Wow. But but my, generally my goal is 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 six. Yeah. Wow. Um, so we were before you just before you logged in, we were just talking about the um, different ways that we can spend time with God. 
and and hear his voice and get to know him. Do you find that running and training for marathons is a way that you can get to know God a little bit better? Um, certainly it is because uh, you get that time to yourself. And, and I we have a provincial park fairly close to our house and, and I go into Fish Creek quite often. And, and I, not every day is it a, a time spent with God, but a lot of days it is. Mm -hmm. And it's the quiet, it's the solitude. Um, one of the more interesting things I did uh, was I taught a marathon clinic out of the running room here in Calgary. And it was on a Sunday morning when uh, I should have been in church uh, during the second half of it. But it very, it very much was a, uh, a spiritual uh, endeavor running with this group and teaching this group and, and being able to share a Sunday morning with them and share my beliefs. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, that actually leads me to my next question for you in that. Um, do you ever find that the there are similarities between training for runs and training in your faith? Uh, yeah, I was thinking about that last night, and, and there's a lot of similarities, actually. Um, like for me to get out every day and run uh, consecutively like I do, and and even before I was doing the, the streak or the, the consecutive days, um, you have to uh, put your mind to it. And as you're training for a marathon, you're running uh, a little bit longer distance each week, yeah. uh, increasing it by 10%. And, you know, so much of that is, is like being a Christian. Uh, you have to continue to train. You have to, you have to continually uh, put your focus on God and, and keep that mindset. And, you know, I, I, the work environment I work in um, doesn't always allow me to, it's not really a Christian environment all the time, mm -hmm. but certainly the training that I do allows me to keep in touch with God, even through work. Right. That's amazing. And, and I was thinking uh, last night how difficult during the uh, pandemic it's been uh, where we don't go to church every week mm -hmm. to keep that spiritual training up. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't get together with, with our people from church all the time like we used to do. And it's going to have, it's a, was a habit going to church uh, for me whenever I could based on my shift work. But we've gotten out of that habit. We, we log on in, on Sunday morning for an hour. Uh, but when, when we're over the pandemic and we go back to church, we're going to have to retrain ourselves yeah. uh, to go back to church. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's very much a, um, a training process. And uh, I know from stories you've told me, when you started running, you didn't start running marathons right off the bat. Right? No, right. I, I started running when I was in high school a little bit. Uh, and I've always run a little bit, um, but really it wasn't until you were in play school that, that I had the time to train yeah. uh, during the daytime. When you guys were in school is when I would do my long runs and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and one of my favorite verses in the Bible is out of Romans 5. and It, it talks about uh, that we rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance perseverance character character hope and god does not disappoint um so i mean that that's one of my favorite even doesn't speak specifically to running it talks about the work that's involved yeah and mm -hmm. how 
all that work um, is all, all that work allows God to work through us. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. It, uh, talk, it talks about the suffering and the perseverance because there's, there's lots of days where um, you don't want to get out and go mm-hmm. or, and it's the same. I think often as Christians, we're tired and mm-hmm. we, we don't want to take the time to read the Bible, even though we should. Yeah. We don't want to take the Absolutely. time to pray, and we should. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of comparisons between that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I just have one more question, and it's not so much faith-based and more marathon-based. Um, what's your favorite marathon that you've ever run? Uh, I would say the, the, the ones I've done in Disneyland are the best. Yeah. Uh, our Disney World. I've done four Disney World marathons. And the atmosphere, um, you know, you, you, they're long, but you go through all the parks and they're interesting. I got the characters out. So I really enjoy the Disney marathons. And I'd like to make that my, uh, my 20th, actually, just to yeah. finish that it. That would be so neat. But I, I, I see looking at the London, mom, mom doesn't know this yet, but uh, looking at the London, England <laughs> <Doesn't> marathon. <work. laughs> And the London England Marathon, when I was looking at a mm-hmm. video last night of it, uh, it has a sal- heavy Salvation Army impact. Yes, uh, it is. Yep. And the, uh, I, I've watched these runners who were running in support of, of uh, now I've lost the term, but uh, yeah. basically the prostitutes. That, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know somehow. Yeah, human trafficking. Yeah, human trafficking. And, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's the words I was looking for. Yeah, and you know they they had a group out there with timbrels, and they had mm-hmm. uh, one of the army bands out along the side of the road and stuff like yeah. that. So, so that one intrigued me as well. That's really cool. Kind of crosses that bridge of running and faith for you. It does, yeah. and you know what? I I'll never forget the very first half marathon I did. It was here in Calgary. It was a police half marathon, and it was back in the days where where we took Walkmans with us. Was mm-hmm. it a Walkman? Yeah. Yeah, I, I had, had a, a Walkman. <laughs> I had a cassette player yeah. mm-hmm. that I had to turn over the tape every 15 minutes as I was running. Yeah. But when I came to the last uh, couple hundred meters, uh, I turned the tape over to, to finish, and uh, the band piece that was playing was All My Work Is For The Master. Hmm. And I think, I think over and over again in, since that time, um running has provided me with an outlet for for uh, sharing and even though you have to work towards it uh i think that i think that god has actually blessed me with with the ability to run yeah. and open doors and open doors using it that's there's a really great um quote from oh the guy that did chariots of fire eric little and he talks about that he said you know God calls them to running and they say when I run I feel God's pleasure because I'm doing what God asks me to do and I think you know there are definite times where there's you know there's people that are called to doing certain things and people might think that's really weird like called to running but really I mean Mr. McLeod you think about all the people that you've managed to um, share your faith with because of what you do and the fact that you've just been on here talking to us about this and talking and helping us understand the training aspect of it and running this race um and how that correlates with your faith like that's amazing so yeah. i i just oh i'm 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 really grateful you're able to make the time to, to speak to us today about that it's been so neat 
Well, I go back to uh, the fact that a lot of people my age can't do it and mm -hmm. how, you know, knees and backs and things like that um, mm -hmm. have given up on them so they can't do the long distance training. But, uh, yeah. but God has allowed me to continue doing it and to get up every day and go. Yeah, you're an inspiration, man. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I can't run down the street. Never mind. <laughs> a marathon. Yeah. But maybe then, you know, if I put my mindset in the trains, then maybe I could. Yeah. All right. Um, thank you, Dad. I don't run, I don't run unless someone's chasing me. <laughs> um, it was good to talk to you and hear from you. Well, um, thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah. Oh, Thank it was so much. nice. Thank you so much for okay. coming. Mom wants to say hi in the podcast. Is that okay? okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Bring on. Hi. Okay. Hi. How are okay. you? Good. How are Good. you? Good. Okay. Well, I'll go for now if you're done with questions. All right. Thank you so okay. much. You're, bye now. Bye. Bye. Heard something about mom doesn't know this yet. <laughs> well, that was really fun. Um, oh, it was, it was so nice to hear your dad. Yeah, it's fun. No. It's fun hearing him in a different, like, different setting than just being my dad. Yep. Um, and talking about something that he's so passionate about, too. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the thing passion inspires people. Yeah. You know, like I joke about not being able to run down the street, but I mean, the fact that your dad is um, training, able to run marathons, has got goals to run another one, you yeah. know, got, you know they, they, that's just really great, you know? Yeah. And it's inspiring. And I think when we share our passions, when we talk about, you know, our passions with our faith, people get excited about that. They want to yeah. be a part of it. They want to understand. And they're like, okay, so Jesus is inspiring. Um, him through this and talking about how his faith you know the, the same way his faith is, is with his running there's 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 hope for me too yeah exactly know? it's like someone being passionate about painting yeah you know? exactly painting god or... speaks to people through painting through yeah. music through yeah. you know so many different things yeah exactly but it's all about putting into practice what we hear from him yeah exactly so well go out this week and listen to God in your own way mm -hmm. like we said last week take him with you in the things that you love take him with you in the things that you love yeah all right mm -hmm. till next week I'll talk to you soon Shona sounds good see you bye. later bye